Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm Santoine. I'm Antoine. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our lifestyle. How that lifestyle been treating you? All right, man. So, <laughs> the way this lifestyle been treating me, yeah. I remember a long time ago, we hear this song. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite rap verses ever. What is it? Uh, he spin V twin Cartier lens in the art again partying sipping on hen out Las Vegas toss haters with the orange gators yo we first grader boss player sitting on acres boardwalk paper you know the rest of that verse no and it's crazy yeah, that's I what told, I, I told you do. you wasn't going to know that nigga wasn't going to know the fucking verse dog, dog. Oh, hey hey man. hey you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah to ball with us and then so and then I was yesterday I was walking listen though yesterday I was walking and I'm listening to KA and I said I wonder if real ever heard this nigga say this oh hold on Ha. Free my nigga Wall Street From Detroit to Battle Creek P.H. to Flint Town All the way to K-Zoo They gave my baby 22 What, what the, the fuck, fuck I'm gonna do? I talked to him yesterday I told him that the pictures on the way Did the pictures ever come? Did the pictures ever come? Yeah Hey man, we it's an honor man To have you sitting in that chair free You didn't do 22 you feel what I'm saying? And uh, we do a thing called Life After Felonies. Like, we just was in the lobby. My man just left uh, Zoe. He was exonerated. He did, uh, he had got life when we in 2005. We was hella young. He ain't do life because he was sitting here with us. And you ain't do 22 because you sitting here with us, man. And uh, Wall Street real, real, man. Welcome home, bro. Welcome man, home, bro. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate y'all having me on the platform. You know, we go. Way, way, way back. back. You know, if what you mean? wanted so, to ball with us, way back. Yeah, y'all just <laughs> fucked me completely up with that, bro. I'm talking about. Hey, hey that's one of my favorite rap verses, verses of all you time. You know how many verses we heard? Yeah. Ra- you, and know you know how many verses we wrote? But the crazy part is, I can't find that CD that we had that on nowhere because that never came out. Exactly. It bro. never that's came the thing, out. Like, well, what's going on now that I hate it because I'm going to speak this and I'm going to humbly say this like, Gangsta Boogie Records, we was so far ahead of our no, time. No, it, it's nothing it humble. Is, okay, it so is. let come me on, say something on. about humble. Humble is less than dirt. That's what Billy that Carson told us. So he said the reason people want you to say that you humble is because you're less than dirt. And we came from the dirt, so we more than dirt. You know what I'm saying? But Gangsta Boogie definitely was ahead of his time. We tell people all the time, the first time Malik and uh, Big Hurt, Hurt was on, was the on a song and it was real, was a Gangsta Boogie, ra- gangsta boogie rapper, Get That Money. Yeah. Now, that might not have been the first song that people heard them on, yeah. but that, that definitely was, was the first, first record. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But before we get into even rapping and all of that, man, let's take us all the way back. And this is a worldwide, this a worldwide audience. So when you say street names and stuff, you got to be, you know, you got to let them know where it's at or whatever. But like, how was it growing up for you and where did you actually grow up? I mean, you know, of course. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I grew yeah. up in 48204, yeah. Beachwood area. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, me and him was just having this conversation on the way over here. But I had the childhood where my parents was on drugs. Yeah. I didn't have no guidance. And I'm an 80s baby. Yeah, actually, yeah. this is a project I'm going to work on. It's called Crack Baby. Not in the sense that I was born a crack baby, but I'm a baby of the crack generation. Yeah. So the 80s was wild. Like, you think these young dudes out here wild now, but the 80s was different because the money came into play. You had kids getting money. So I seen yeah. kids 12 and 13 getting money, and I'm five and six years old, so I'm thinking that's what I'm supposed to do. It was yeah. a crack house two doors down from my house. Right. Yeah. One of my best friends, rest in peace, Ike, but his mother was on drugs. His house was the spot. This two doors down from me. We sit out there. I got a Sesame Street tape recorder. We sitting out there listening to Run DMC, watching them make sales. So me and Tate, y'all know Tate Luck. Yeah. Oh, that's my nigga. Luck been my best friend my whole life. But me and Luck been fucked up since we was kids because of that. You know what I mean? So listen, one time. Hold on. So you you something that that just stuck out. 
you watching crack sales, listening to Run DMC, right? Yeah. So that means music and crack has raised I've you. I've always been a hip-hop baby. I yeah. am a hip-hop baby. That's why, you know, I got the Dirty Glove Diaries out. Yeah. I got My Fair Vacation out. But my first book I essentially wrote was The Wall Street Story, Rap Game, Crack Game. Yeah. I just never put it out yet because that's the beginning of my life. And that's yeah. what I mean. He was talking the other day. I want to put that out once I get, I'm not going to say, no notoriety, but once I you get, want your name to be you want yeah, once you, I you want the success. anticipation yeah, of that exactly yeah, so you want people go to, back and yeah. be like oh this is the backstory you do all right so do you remember so do you remember the first time that you sold crack like yeah. the very first moment that yeah. you so take yeah. me to that I was so young that the dope things went back crack from me I stole some crack from my stepfather and I'm walking around trying to sell the crack and they get on little boy get on little boy and me and Luck and them had to. We end up getting our dick sucked with the crack because yeah. they would suck our dick for it, but they wouldn't buy it from us. You know what that's I'm saying? That's even but, worse, you pedophile <laughs> bitches. Like, <laughs> but you feel me? That's how that's young wild. I was. Yeah. And, you know, I don't. Well, what that bitch look like who sucked your dick for the crack, though? Man, I don't even know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we always say, like it all, we it, the first it, people to see crack heads. So some people might be early smoking crack and don't know. So a cold bitch would be smoking some crack. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I went through that a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't yeah. want to say too much because I know. He, he, I used to hustle for my bro. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. we was in a spot on Edward Street, and yeah. it was some cold crackhead yeah, bitches come through there. Yeah. I, I fucked past, that sack up. I fucked the sack up plenty of times. You know what I mean? The, the, the cool nigga on camera who got his shades on. Y'all know that's Caso. You know yeah. what I'm saying? My that's motherfucking baby. Yeah, that's Caso. You know so, I mean? like, so, um, so you, uh, you get your own sack. How old are you when you get your own sack, when you stole the crack from your... Uh, I was 11 then. So, yeah. But the first time I really, like, had a line, I'm probably maybe 12, and it's Vancouver. Yeah. There's a market on our in our hood called Jake's Market, and that was where all my little homies, and they all was, like, fastest years older than me. So I got a sack from one of them, and I'm out there. And, you know, I don't really know the hustle and bustle of the streets because they running all up to cars, and I'm the youngin' out there, so ain't nobody letting me make no sales. So when they finally let me make a couple sales... I took my ass in the Dairy Queen. I'm back there playing Street Fighter 2 with my little money all day. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's what it was. And it didn't it didn't come to I really start hustling full fledged until I met Brody right here. Yeah. You know what and I'm what so what what's one thing that just stood out is like you said nobody told you what to do. And I, I talked to my wife about the, she she from I'm I'm from uh the neighborhood. She from the neighborhood, but I got a street background. And what I mean by that is I know I'm a, a lot more street smart cuz I had to be out there sometimes. So I tell her like the thing is that when people give people drugs, they never give them an orientation on what to do because or what's coming with this. or what's coming with that because had you known like oh, I got to run up to the cars too, it would be like I'm going to just go around the corner and catch cars. I ain't going to be right here where motherfuckers, everybody running up to the uh, corner. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you said early on in your mind, like, this just going to be my life. Did you have, like, sports aspirations? Nothing. No, because I wasn't ever good at sports. Like, I'm clumsy. I've always been clumsy as fuck. Yeah. And my childhood friends are still my childhood friends. They're going to watch this and can attest to this. Like, <laughs> we used to go to Cronks. All them niggas is good on the basketball. Look, a bad motherfucker on the basketball. Yeah. Football. I couldn't do none of that shit. So yeah. my shine on them was, I'm selling dope. I'm going to get some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they'll tell you that. I'm yeah. coming around with bankrolls laughing at them. All y'all still hooping on the crate. Fuck y'all. I got some money. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when you, so drugs work like this for me, right? Like, you start, you probably got front of the sack. You start working and shit your own. But at any point did you ever say, like, but I don't love doing this, bro. Like, this taking a toll on me. So I'll tell you a story why I say that, right? You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm going to say this, too, because the statute of limitations is up. So uh, we was like, we used to just fuck with the weed. Like, I want the weed. Like, you get the bitches with the weed. You ain't got to deal with no, the seedy the element. You know what I'm saying? And then, and we always kept jobs, too. You know what I'm saying? So nobody ever got to front me a sack. I keep a job. So then I was like. I was fucking with these niggas, man. I'm over uh, Cuz Crea one day. We on the east side. I'm just over there talking to him off of uh, Beeland and shit. This nigga had a stack on the table, right? And now it looked like a lot of money and shit, but it's really only $7,000. And he like, no, because I'm about to go get on with this. And I got some money, and I'm like, man, I'm about to start selling crack, dog. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I just felt like that. Like, I just had got paid. Like, what I could get for this? And he was like, I'm going to get this to you. I'm like, I'm about to start selling crack. Nah, I bought the crack from him. 
But I know somebody who used to smoke crack. Like, you feel a family Pops, member. Yeah. My dad used to smoke crack. I take the crack to my father and shit. And he's like, look, I'm about to, you, 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 you serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. I got a spot for you. So I just, this the first day, nigga. I buy some crack. Go to my dad. He like, this go be your spot. I'm about to go get everybody and tell them to come over here. Cut it up like this. I'm at the table with my daddy, nigga, chopping up, chopping up the work. Man, I sold that shit, blew through that shit. The only reason I stopped and shit is I blow through that shit. I call cuz we meet at the store. I go get some more. Like this, this is like my first week. So the crack, like I'm like, I'm booming because I got a spot. So I'm jumping ahead because I'm in a mix. And I've seen I've seen that plenty of times. Motherfuckers with the family member who get high yeah. and they lock in with their family member. Yeah. Because your family member gonna bring you all the traffic. And, and that's all, that. all he doing, right? But then like one so now I'm doing it for a few weeks and I'm like, I keep my job and shit. Man, I get some crack. I guess so good one time he hit it, he out. Out of there. Yeah. He pop, gone. And I looked at that nigga and I looked at that crack and I was like, I can't do this because I'm grown doing this. And that's my dad. But what about a baby who mama do that and they can't fend for themselves? I sold the rest of my sack. I ain't never touched that shit again. And my dad don't smoke crack no more either. And we repaired our relationship because for a long time, like, that was a barrier because now he don't know how I look at him. But to me, you always my dad. This is just business. You feel what I'm saying? But that moment I was like, I never touch crack again. You I didn't, feel me? I didn't have that qualm until, like, later on in life because, you know, when I was younger, yeah. my mother was on drugs. And then she cleaned herself up for over 10 years. Yeah. And then it's like. Somehow she got back into doing it, and when she got back into doing it, she found some of my stash. Yeah. And I don't even know if bro remember this, but I'm going to make a sale because I knew I had what yeah. I had. But when I go, it's gone, and I'm telling him, and he's like, man. But I'm thinking my little brother did it. Yeah. But the whole time, she's been – because it had been sitting there so long because I was, I was cool. So yeah. this yeah. I didn't need this work. It wasn't like – you know what I mean? I had a lot of work stashed somewhere. So when I go back to get this, it's been over a week, so this shit is gone. So – Long story short, I kind of felt responsible for my mother start back getting high, and yeah. I was in prison when she died, and that's like that's One still way on me. Way you know on, what I mean? Yeah. And her addiction had got worse while I was in prison, and I know it's because of not only because I maybe introduced that again, but because she was also hurt because I was gone. So it's like Pete, they fall back that, yeah. yeah, I only started feeling that like when I came of age. But when I was younger, I ain't had no conscience because you know you don't have a conscience when you're a kid. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about nothing. And that's why I said I will will fuck with the weed because, like, I didn't bear, I didn't feel like I bear the responsibility on people buying uh, marijuana from me. But when I seen that, I was like, Yo, this shit real. I was in jail when you yeah. had your little crack run. I yeah, remember. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm yeah. like, yo, this shit real, dog. Well, I like, never had the opportunity to sell yeah, we, crack. We, we, so. be, we be kind of fucked up as as, as motherfuckers. This a learned behavior, <laughs> and that's exactly like me and him. We had deep conversations. You know, that's my yeah. bro. Y'all, y'all yeah. know him as well as I know him. Yeah. But yeah. as a motherfucker got older, we talk about different shit. You know, what yeah, because you so, could look back and reflect. You yeah, know but we've been desensitized to a lot of shit, like. I can't tell you how many pregnant women out of sold drugs to and they didn't give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? And right. it's it's not good. I'm not glorified. It but it's just a- it just was a part of who you were. Like you like because uh, I'm I'm uh, a healing process is a real process, and you go through that healing process for the rest of your life when you decide that you want to heal. So once you decide you want to heal, you go play so much back to you and back in your mind, and 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 then but you can't not forgive yourself for that because you didn't know. And with me, like. People with addictions, like it's a, it's, it's, it's not a criminal element to an addiction. You know what I'm saying? It's not criminal at all that somebody's addicted to a to a crack. That's not criminal at all. So the the the, the dealer shouldn't be treated as a criminal in my eyes because the addiction is only caused by this product. I'm just a vessel for the product to get exactly. to them. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But exactly. when you go through a healing process, so like yeah, you wouldn't sell crack to a pregnant lady now. No. You, you you feel I, what I'm I, saying? I think I'm too. Right, you yeah, you you know better, yeah, you know I, what I'm saying. But what, what I mean? when you say we we desensitize, we only desensitize we desensitize because we don't even know what it's supposed to feel like. I was a kid listening to Ron DMC, watching the crack house down the street. That's my homeboy's house jumping. So you already being misguided and mistrained just by what you're seeing. Because it's not what you're hearing, it's what you're seeing. So I'm about to give you a perfect example. You are a perfect example of that. You a rapping crack dealer because I'm hearing. The rap, and I'm seeing the crack, and I'm saying, this is what life is. 
I'm at home seeing this. Life my best friend is luck. You know what I'm saying? You luck, what I'm my saying? best friend. You said this two dollars down. So we looking at each other like, oh, bro, this is it. Think about it like this. He got to go sleep at the crack house. Or he can't sleep there because it's booming too much. So he coming in your crib. He a kid. I've been a kid. I'm looking at my kid daughter right now like, I got to watch what I let her consume. Because the shit that's coming out of her lets me know what she's consuming, what she's listening to. And, and this shit right here now. Yeah, a, a six-year-old. kids now. 2023 six year olds are 17 and 18. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. because uh, they're listening to the same music as their parents, which we didn't do. You know what I'm saying? Like now. Or we had to sneak and do it. No, no, no. The same music as their parents. So, when your parents was listening to the Temptations and shit, you was listening to Run DMC. Yeah. Now, the mama and the daughter rapping Sexy Red. The daughter seven. You know what I'm You, you feel what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, like, they're wearing yeah. the same things. Like, no way, dressed shape, or form would you see a dad and a son dressed alike in our era. The dad is slacks or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or now, I got on the same Sergio tracksuit that my son I have on if he was 17, 18. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the generational gap and the respect is getting smaller and smaller. Bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through that personally right now with my child. Shout out my daughter, Jaden. Jaden is my biggest fan. She's be 21 in December, but... Yeah. I've been a great dad the even whole being way gone. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I used to see y'all on FaceTime helping yeah, with the homework yeah, and shit yeah. like that. I done yeah. made my son, my son ain't acting up in school. No, nah, nigga, I'm going to call you on his phone. You're going to sit here and do this homework on FaceTime every day. But me and him, it's a little different. He has more father respect. Yeah. Jada is not a disrespect, but it's kind of like she f- treats me more so like her friend. Yeah. So the lack of respect is there on that edge. Like, Bro, who you talking but, to? But you bro? can't blame her though, bro. And this is why I'm about to say not not even though not even just because you was gone. It's because the 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 way women treat men. You know what I'm saying? See, I'm like 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 I don't know your relationship with her mom. You know what I'm saying? But it's the way women treat men. So even if you was home that whole time that she's seeing her mom interact with other men, it's the way women treat men. Because like me and my daughter relationship is like it's a father daughter relationship. But I could see. That you 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 know what I'm saying? Like you gonna, gonna be a problem for a nigga. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's yeah, what it is, yeah. That's it. This definitely a father daughter relationship. But but you, I think you just hit a nail on the head. I didn't even think of it from that aspect. It's it's the way women treat it, men. It, it, it it's be. what she's consuming now. It she, might be the shit she's at. And I'm taking it sure. personally because it's my child. Yeah, but, it but this it's might just be the, this a learned behavior from her. Just like all the other shit is a learned behavior. Yeah, to us. yeah. Because we live in a society right now where women. Want to be men No they want a man's role And what I mean by that is I don't need a nigga All that mean is I don't need your support That's what I don't need a nigga mean Right But you actually do need a nigga Because you've never even had a nigga To say you don't What you don't need in a nigga Some, So many people in, Independent women You never hear nobody else But black women say that hey, bro exactly. You've never heard exactly. talking to a chick exactly. And she says she independent Because I'd be like, other you cultures right. Other races It's out. a man's role to lead yeah, His household yeah. No matter and what Listen, yeah. listen. Yeah. And it's no Even question. if you lead them to destruction They still supposed to follow exactly. bro Because exactly. a, every leader Don't lead you to good places This mad leader Just go lead you Right off the fucking Jim cliff Jim Jones David yeah, Koresh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying Every lead like, I love a good cult leader Yeah I love a good cult leader too But what I'm saying is When people hear lead They think lead to the promised land No it's lead I can lead you into a burning house It don't matter If, you, if I'm leading yeah. You trust that This is for the best And it might be for a bunch of motherfuckers Because you got to be a crazy motherfucker To fly out the country To drink some Kool-Aid With a nigga like you feel what I'm saying, but they trusted his leadership. It didn't also matter. to touch on that too, man. Uh, even with, with the father daughter relationship, you know what I mean. It's also what people always base everything off of what they think that sh- that role should be like, right? I think my father and my relationship should be like this. No, me and my father relationship is like this because that's how the chips fail. You, I mean, you feel what I'm saying because I know my dad is a adult. I know my mom is an adult. They my parents, but they was a they was people way before I met them. Yeah. I'm only here because two people interacted, right? And I just treat every relationship like that. It is what it is because when I was dealing with a female who didn't have her father present because he was murdered when she was a baby. She only got one picture of him. She only heard the stories, which would be good because people want her to smile when they talk about her father. She don't even know if her kid's father is a good father because she think her relation, I mean, father daughter relationship should be what she's imagined. 
you've never had a father-daughter relationship. You don't know. Exactly. So then when you see a father-daughter relationship like mine and my daughters, and it's different than your baby father and his daughters, you like, damn, is, is that how it's supposed to be? And that caused issues. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, because one time we was talking and shit when we was locked in, I said, the biggest thing about me dating somebody with kids is they go get to experience me from a father level because I have daughters, right? But my kids don't necessarily get that from you. You feel what I'm saying? Because uh, being a father to me is so natural because I've been a father for uh, 12 years. So I don't give a fuck who child it is. Hey, my man, don't do that like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, no, that ain't how that go. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a coach. So no, no, that ain't happening, right? But you not necessarily go speak up if you see something you don't like because you don't know if you overstepping your boundaries. I don't know. I'm saying I'm telling the kid, what. like, no, this is what children do. If your daddy let you do that, you ain't with your daddy. I don't let kids do that. How was your relationship with your father? I got a stepfather. I don't use the word step because this man been there for me. Him and my mother got together since I was three. And my mother been dead 12 years. My whole 15 years in prison. He took my daughter to school every day. So this is my father. Right, right, right. Now, I don't even want to speak on my real father. Your biological yeah. dude, your yeah. real father. Yeah, but exactly. Your biological so I have father. a great relationship with my father. You so, but you have a relationship yeah, with a father. Great relationship, yeah, 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 a great yeah. relationship. And as far as dealing with a woman with children, he's taught me how to be with a woman with children because right, I've seen right. how he was. Yeah. Like, I've never, it never was no friction with him and no other women inside our home with my mother and everything. He took care of my mother and took care of us and showed me how to be a man. So that's why. Women I've dealt with with kids is like natural to me to be right. Like and see, that's what I'm saying. Like it's natural to me, bro. I'm a father. I accept you because I love you, so I love your kids. I, you know right, what I mean? See, so it's just, I'm a nigga on the opposite end of that, right? So let's uh, hear. It. I'm uh, I'm in the process of a divorce, right? And I told my third uh, times a charm. Yeah, and I told my uh, I told my wife. I mean, I told uh, my child's mother, "Hey, you might need a nigga to love you and all of that, and that's cool." My daughter don't need a father, so y'all are not a package deal. So you should make that clear with your nigga that you don't have to come in trying to love my daughter because you love me because she has an active father. And the reason I'm saying that is because, like, I don't care what you do with your life and all of that. But what I'm not going to do is have a nigga thinking he's my child's father and I'm an active father and I'm near. I agree with you 100%, but if the relationship is just a fling, Cool, but if this man is no, no, I'm saying you, yeah, but because my baby mama was married, yeah. So when it was her husband, I accepted that. My child know I'm active in his life, and he has a father. And dude, not trying to overstep that boundary, but if you're gonna be with this woman and your husband, you do need to love my child. Oh no, 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 but I, 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 I totally disagree with that. I don't care if you love the mother, like. They not a package deal. See, when bitches say that they a package deal, they looking for a husband and a father for their kid. You're not a package deal. You're not a single mother. You're a mother that's not involved in a relationship. I mean, I understand it. No, just but, that, but that's just to, me. Yeah, that's yeah. just something you have to agree to disagree. No, 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 no. I, I agree with both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see woman, that. Boom. And this child needs some, regardless if you the father or not. You don't always have to call his father because no, I'm no, here. but I'm you no, man. no, no, yeah, you her man. Of- hold on, hold on, you her man. If this child needs something, I'm responsible for that. See, I only got one thing in this world that's responsibility. So I've never not been responsible. You know what I'm saying? So I'm responsible for I my like bloodline. Like I'm still in that. You, 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 you feel what I'm saying though? Yeah, so yeah. if you see. Her needing something and the child needing something are two different things that people overlap, right? Because so actually, I provide. I a, a provide place for, for my, my daughter. daughter. So, okay, if that's your nigga and he helping you with rent, my daughter wouldn't be paying half the rent, no way. You 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 feel what I'm saying? Like my child doesn't. My child ain't paying the light bill, no way. So whatever your nigga helping you with, that's not because I'm lacking in taking care of my daughter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's doing that because because that's okay. your boyfriend. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. like. If if I get married again, right? Because you know what I'm saying I've been married three times, but this might have been my only first real marriage. Like three we times, were, yeah. Three it, times. It, it, different different variations in my life. My first time I got married, I was fighting the case. The lawyers actually told us it would look better on us because we Crips looked at like silver. the victims; they looked at like the aggressors. But it was the other way around because we had the support and all that. It would look better if I boom. And then the second time I got married, I thought I was gonna be married, but the bitch had major daddy issues, so I knew we wouldn't be able to have kids. So the third time I got married, I married my daughter's mother. You know what I'm saying? So I told her, if I do get married again or whatever, 
my daughter won't refer to my wife as her stepmother because you don't need a stepmother. You know what I'm saying? This is my wife. They can love each other. They can have a relationship all they want. They but this, They can do whatever they want. But this ain't nothing to do with being your mother. This is my wife. My wife ain't your mother. You feel what I'm saying? Just yeah. like my daughter don't need a stepdaddy. You know what I'm saying? Because we know what daddy mean. Daddy mean you taking care of shit. You know what I'm saying? You might need a nigga to call daddy or a husband or whatever, yeah. but she don't need that. So don't. that's not a package deal. You the deal for him, and the nigga could love. No, no, I'm saying I 100 agree no, with no, you, no, but no, I no. still feel the way. But you, no, no, it's no, no, some okay. real shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad you if a nigga like if shit. a nigga love like I'm not a nigga that no nigga like if a, like if she end up with a nigga they love each other and all of that and my daughter around him I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? But hey, my nigga, because guess dog, what you doing though? You not her daddy. So if if she if if you wanna if the wife. Your wife want to do something nice for her daughter and she can't do it and you help your wife do something for her daughter, that's you helping your wife. That's not you helping my daughter because whatever my daughter needs, my daughter, I provide. Whether me and her mama beat, I've never not. When my daughter was born, before she came out, when she took her first breath, she had life insurance, health insurance, and a trust fund. That's what she had coming out the womb before she even breathed air into the free world of the fresh air in the world. You know what I'm saying? So that's commendable. That, that's the bar I set. I ain't not, you ain't she ain't never not wanted for nothing. Now you might ask me for a hundred dollars for something for you, and I don't give a fuck about what you need the money for because I know that you should even have some money because I took care of ninety percent of all of this. So that's what you need. That's not what she need. But that's just how I feel about. Step parents. Yeah, now, if a nigga ain't go- there at all, if a nigga ain't there at all, and because it's a lot of single mothers that's single all the way around the board, you just a mother, you just a lady with a kid, and Boy, you need a companion. You know what I'm saying? You not a single, a, a real single mother don't got no help. But see, like I say, with my stepfather, my stepfather, no, no, showed don't even, me, no, don't no, even no, refer no, him no, to yeah, as that. That's your father. father. My yeah, father, yeah. he showed me without. It being an instruction manual, I learned from him. Now, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Your situation is. Now, what I got to say about. My baby mother's husband, and this ain't no disrespect to him if yeah. he ever hear this, but yeah. he provided, but he didn't provide because he didn't teach my son how to be a man. Like, right, it's, it's still stuff that I have to teach my now, son. How old is your son? My son about to be 20. Yeah, how old are you, Nick? 42. <laughs> you got a 21 year old and a 20 year old, yeah, but get it popping. Stuff that I still have to teach my son. Right, that he should have learned by being in the household with, with a man. man. Right, you know see, that's what I'm saying. So that's so that's what I'm saying. So, um, by by him not teaching. Your son, certain stuff. Now I'm looking at you like, damn, bro. Did you love him? You you, you feel what and I'm that's saying? No that's no disrespect to him. No, but but no, I'm I, I, and, yeah. that's a, and it's crazy because the other morning, I'm in the airport. I'm on my way to Miami. So, my baby mama's daughter, his child, know me, love me because I didn't talk to this little girl over the phone. And now I'm home. I'm over there frequently. So, I just see Lena in the airport at five thirty in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck? She come right up to me. So. We talking and shit, and then here come my father. This is my first time ever physically seeing dude. You oh, know straight what I'm up? saying? Yeah. In the airport last week. Yes. Yeah. Last Sunday. In the airport, <laughs> yeah. it's my first time ever physically seeing him. Okay, we didn't FaceTime and whatever. But long story short, we dap it up or whatever, whatever. But I got to thinking that at the same time, like, damn, after he walked away, I'm like, damn, as much shit as, as much room my son has for growth as a man at 20 years old, and you was in his life, you was in a household with him for 10, 11 years. Damn, was it really? Did you love him? No. Yeah, was it but this, really? Because you know see, what I mean? this would have see, because niggas be. Just because just you didn't mistreat him or let, no, no, yeah, yeah, let, you, yeah, let them you know did that him you did. You did him a disservice, though. You didn't yeah, mistreat him, but you did him a disservice. Exactly, exactly. I, well, I don't know you, exactly. buddy, but so I'm not saying that. Well, I, from that's what, what I'm saying. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, that's how I feel. Yeah, hold on. That's how I feel. Yeah, so, go ahead, John. Yeah. Okay, I, okay I, got, I got two things. So, first of all, the terminology daddy. And father, fatherhood is a is the role that you play. Right, daddy is just the nigga who's the sperm the sperm donor. Right, so I don't I'm a father. A, yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I don't have a problem with the terminology stepdaddy or whatever the case may be. But but I got a question for you. So, so I, I I'm I want if 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 your if if the dude buys your daughter something she needs just. Just out the blue, he don't even think about it. Just do it and buy it for. Her. Are you going to have a problem with that? 
What do she need, bro? I'm just saying. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's my that yeah, no. That's I'm, my stance on right, it. Not right, like I'm with him before or, you even before it even gets to you. No, they, no, no. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's what going to. It, what does she uh, need? What's a need? It, 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 what's a need? Because it gets to me first. Because so, this to eat. Something to eat. So, so he we goes out. Well, that's that's okay. That's, no, 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 no. Like if they going out to eat. No, 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 no. So this is what I'm saying. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Right? Because this is what it is. Right? Like so. I'm, we go use what we were just talking about. So, dude might have thought he had to act like he loved his son to get that mother. So, the whole time he's with that mother, whether they married or not, he actually don't give a fuck about this boy because it shows in what he's teaching them. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he already referenced his, uh, his father, showed him how to be a man. He came into his life at a certain age, and guess what? He's still in his life today. You say your mom's passed away. He's still there. He took the kids. He did all this. So he was showing him what a man go do when you make this commitment, right? I'm saying don't give a fuck. He might not have known. No, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll give him grace. I'm going to give him that too because. Yeah, we'll give him grace. He's not older. He's a couple years older than me, but but his his daughter with my baby mom is his first child. So maybe he was learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, right. Father, so he might have. You know right. So, so it, it could be that. You know what I'm but saying? But do, do they still have an active relationship today, your son and him? Not at all. That's what I'm saying by a disservice because whether. Because, no, let me say this. Because if somebody is is in service to you, even if it fair off, right, that relationship. I'm pretty sure you and your father haven't seen eye to eye before, right? But you understand, like. Mom, but he really must love me because he doesn't have to do any of these things. But I'm his son. That what he talking about with his son and a dude is totally different because the first opportunity when you grown that I get, I don't even have to speak to you. I got what I want. I got the woman. I got what I want. I have my own child because if I, I'm not saying this, I've, I don't I don't know this dude. But he if he a reference his daughter as his first child, then you wasn't in service to the young man. You was in service trying to get the woman right because that's what I'm saying. If I'm with you, if I, I don't even it. say step kids when we together. If it's me and you, and from the outside looking in, it look like I'm these kids' father because they respect me a certain way. They speak to me a certain way. They speak to you a certain way because they know that I'm going to ask you what's been up with them. Right, you, right. you understand what I'm saying? No, I'm no, just no, saying, no, 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 because bro, it's listen, a great conversation, listen, though. Right? Listen, yeah, though, bro. Yeah. When I go grocery shopping in my household, I buy flowers. I buy flowers because it's me and three women. Me right? too. It's I, yeah, nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> no special occasion. I went grocery shopping, right? So then when I go grocery shopping at her house, we we went grocery shopping together. The same thing. Oh, uh you uh you getting them groceries, let me get them flowers, right? Make they like uh where we get these flowers from? We never had flowers. You're 12 and you're 7, just like my daughters. You're 12 and you're 7. You just said out your mouth you never had flowers. Who teaching you how somebody's supposed to treat you? Right. You understand so what I'm back, saying? Back to your question. So, um if my daughter doesn't have needs that someone else should be taken care of, is how I feel because it's my responsibility. Yeah, we said needs. We're not saying like it's her I'm birthday. Not, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying nothing like that. I'm saying like okay, her she might um, say um, hypothetical. Hypothetical. So say I'm giving her mother six hundred dollars a month for whatever she need right. and, and baby. You know what I'm saying? For for whatever my daughter needed, I'm giving you six hundred dollars a month. You ain't gotta ask for it. You ain't boom. It's already at the beginning of the month, there goes six hundred dollars. And and then I'm also taking care of the extra. So if she do dance class, she do swimming class, I'm taking care of all of her needs. So it ain't no way you telling me that you need anything else for her. Now what you go tell your nigga, I don't know what you telling right, your right, nigga. Right, right. Because, you you, you feel what it I'm could saying? Be a scenario to where she she needs some clothes. It's just hypothetical. You already paid for it. Yeah. She needs some clothes, and dude is shopping. Okay. She. Uh, I, I, well, I'm finna go grab her some. All right. Boom. I got it. Right. And just come to the house. Will you have a problem? With I that? won't have a problem with him. I'll have a problem with, with the her. mother if because she give him the credit. Yeah. Or, or because don't or don't because she ain't gonna pay him back. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. You and so, I didn't already pay for that. So right. that, that's what I'm saying. So if if my daughter come and say, "Well, such and such bought me this because I needed it," I wouldn't trip in front of my daughter or nothing. I'll call her mom. Hey, um. When did she need some clothes that wasn't taken care of? I've been buying clothes. I, I, I'm and thinking. Well, he just yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, out. but yeah, he but was I know out. you too. 
But I did right. But I also know you. You feel what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is like the what needs I, are. But care. but we, it we, worked we, both. We. It, 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 hold on. But it worked both ways though, right? Because just, no no no. When I say it worked both ways, if I say yo, I don't want no nigga around my daughter while you dating them until you know what you go do. Well, on the flip side of that, I definitely won't have a bitch around her. You, they, you, know you, know you, you know what I'm saying? On the flip side of that, because. Who's to say that I got a bitch around her and they get a relationship and then this don't work? Same way. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you you could get remarried, I'll come to your wedding. I'm not mad at nothing. I'm not mad if my daughter loves her mother's husband or none of that. But you don't need him to do nothing for my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah. You don't need nothing for, for my daughter because... A lot of shit that happen with people is they think that they supposed to fall into these roles. So I tell her, you should be clear with niggas on that. And now you can see through the fake shit. Now you don't even got Matter of fact, nigga, you don't even got to ask nothing about my daughter. Because when I'm with you, I'm not with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm dating a bitch with kids and we can only see each other when her kids is with their dad or whatever, I don't got to ask about your kids because that's not my business what's going on that's with not your, your kids. That's not, that's not now the father. Man, I fucked with a bitch for, like, 10-something years, bro, and I did a little shit for her, for her kids when I would think that she needed shit done for her kids because that's what you think you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately... That's not my job. We don't got kids together. And if you can't feed your kids, then you don't need to be fucking with me. No way. You know like what I'm that. saying? I like that. If analogy. you can't do something for your kids, then the last thing you need to do is be fucking with me. Because I could do shit for your kids. You know what I'm saying? But now the way I look at you is going to change because I'm like, damn. This bitch stopped. Yeah, you yeah. A bum ass bitch, you know I don't like poor bitches. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, not, that, and not saying that, that that was ever the case. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah, initially, yeah, yeah, when yeah, I started yeah. fucking with her, I'm thinking, okay, she got kids. I got to help her with these kids because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to. But all of the, I, I dismissed all of those agreements and roles within myself for anybody for else. People, yeah. Like, truthfully, I don't give a fuck if you got kids. That like, you're not gonna be able to sell me on some. You need something because you had to do something for your kids. Well, I had to do something for mine too, and I ain't come to you for nothing. So yeah. don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, we fucking around, we smoking, we drinking, we hanging out. That don't, ain't no kid. The only kids involved is the ones you swallowing. Yeah, you, the, the, you love this though. <laughs> you love this though. Yeah. No, 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 so listen though, man. You, you, you disagree with? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you disagree with? What you disagree with? You know, I'm coming from. Uh, you know, he be uh, tricking yeah. this shit. So. No, he called me a trick. That's why I say he love this. Cause. No, no, no. I'm coming from an Islamic perspective. Yeah. Where if I take yeah, but on, that, I'm but Islam also, you don't. Listen, bro. When people know people got good hearts, that's who get taken advantage. Yeah, you can't. We only here for 1, service. Listen, we only here, here for service for others, right? So but I get my, to pick my service for others. Facts. So okay, so like I might meet a bitch and I really love her kids. Like I might meet a bitch like oh I ain't got no son. I really, I, bitch. I don't even like. I'm here now because I love the little nigga. You know what I'm saying? And my service is for the little nigga now more than it's for her. So. You don't even got to worry about nothing for that nigga because I genuinely love him. I want to coach him. I want to help him. And then I'm looking because I want to do so much for him because I know if I leave and I don't, he don't got a shot because I'm looking at where he came from. So what? what so what about when, at what point do you overstep your boundaries like you don't want nobody but listen, to talk to your child? For uh, eight times out of ten, niggas don't say that. Eight times out of ten, a nigga not taking care of his kids, taking care of another bitch kids. So he hoping his bitch, his ex bitch, can find a nigga who can help with the kids. Bro, niggas had that's fucked up. Fucked up because I know no, because I know so many bum ass sucking niggas. It's niggas that live with a bitch and her kids with another nigga and take care of them kids by another nigga and watch his kids suffer. I ain't saying that. I'm saying like you go get into relationships and you might like. You got bitches that you done fuck with, bro, that you liked her kids and then it was disgusted by her. So you go want to help the kid more and then a bitch will play on that, though. A nigga will play on that, too. Like, if motherfuckers will play on, they play on a good heart. I got a big heart, and I used to overextend my heart to everybody. I can't help everybody. So now when I get to pick who I help, then I'm really go help them. I'm really genuine genuine about it. But let's get back to you, real, because that was a good conversation, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> so now that you're growing up in the crack era, you booming, you Wall Street real. When did you become Wall Street real? Like, when did you know that you was one of them niggas selling dope? Like, straight up. Like, what was the what was the moment you knew? Like, I'm that nigga at this shit. At 
probably because I had a lot of bumps and bruises. Yeah, I ain't this nigga this tell you this. This shit ain't no he been, easy. He been with. It was just I didn't. When did y'all meet? When did y'all meet? In '95. Okay, uh, how did y'all meet? Did y'all meet through a, a drug deal? A nigga called me. A nigga that I grew up up under called me. Said man, because he know I'm at this point. I'm 14. I'm already hustling. I just ain't got a steady flow. Yeah, as you know, I ain't been taught to grind, stack my money, and everything. I just Get know how to spend sit. it. Yeah, so. He know I'm willing to put the work in to do what I got to do. So he like, man, you want to go sit in the spot? I'm like, hell yeah. So he come get me and who will he come take me to? This motherfucker right here. <laughs> who was that? Who Joe was Bo. Joe, Jay Ball? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah We've been locked in ever since then. So, hold on. Was this nigga practicing child labor laws or you was over here working niggas? He was a kid himself. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. I wasn't. I, I feel partly responsible. But even though, but listening now, I'm hearing that that shit, what they was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell system. you that all the time. But no, but this is what I'm saying. How old, how old are you? How old was you? Uh, 18, 18. Yeah. So, you, so yeah, 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 he was a kid still, too. I yeah, mean, yeah, as yeah, a, but I, but as I a still sense of. take part responsible for him and luck. But listening to him, I I free myself of all guilt. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. This, okay. It was terrible. <laughs> the first couple chapters of the book I didn't put out is in my first book. Yeah. Everything we just talked about as far as my childhood is that's the first chapter of my book. It's yeah. in the Dirty Glove Diaries. If you get the Dirty Glove Diaries right now, that is in the back of the, everything I just told y'all. Oh, we so, gonna turn them shits into award winners too, bro. Like I, I I'm a master at the book game, bro. I got I got two awards, uh two yeah. book two books that already won awards in two different genres. So I got a fantasy book that won an award and yeah. then I got a true crime novel that won a, a two. Well, see, that's what Dirty Glove Diaries is. It's basically a true crime novel. Yeah, but you we go, I'm going to show you how to get but it listen, to win bro, awards. So you go sit in the spot with not this nigga. for this nigga or with this nigga? For this nigga. So yeah. you always been the big dog. I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like, yeah. did you but, know he was a kid when he dog was taking you to the spot? Did you no, know you was going to his demeanor was an older nigga. Yeah. I didn't know he was a... Teenager until we really got locked in because that was just our first meeting. Yeah. We got locked in, locked in, like inseparable, maybe 99. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole situation came and, you know, I don't want to get into that, but the situation came where we, you know. Niggas seen who could stand with Man, each it's other. It's past the statute of limitations. I ain't even talking about that. I'm saying that's just not whatever happened. It's not, you know what I mean? By, but y'all, but that, whatever happened locked y'all in. When we came back around, we've yeah. been locked back in. Ever since, even yeah. through both our prison bits and everything, like that's my brother. And I don't, yeah, look, I told I don't you I was talking to me the niggas, big homie or none yeah, of that. That ain't yeah. that's big homie, but that's my brother. It's more yeah, than yeah. big homie. Hey, look, you I told you, I big homies it. mislead niggas. That's why I don't use the term big homie no more. Anytime you hear a nigga reference big homie, it's always a path of destruction that the big homie want the but little niggas to I follow. I give him this credit. That's never been him. Y'all but that's what I'm man, saying. That's why. That's what I'm saying. He's not a big homie. Even when I was a fuck up. And lying to him about how much money I got because I know he's going to try to make me do something with the money. And I want to go in the titty bar and throw the money, but he's always been telling me, "Save your money, do this, do this." But I was always just on some bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, I didn't actually get it right until he went to jail and I come home from the state joint. That's when I finally got it right a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, damn. So um, y'all, y'all, you go in a spot, y'all get to making money together. So what was it that you seen in him that made you take a liking to him? Because to be rocking with somebody from 95, this is down there 30 year run. We, 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 we was freestyling. Me, him, and Luck was free. We used to be freestyling over. I remember Tupac Outlaws. We used to be freestyling over the beat. Selling you dope. remember that? Sitting I in the spot. Because Sitting I remember, re- listen, that's 95, and I'm a music baby. It's clear, y'all know. The Purple Tape, Raekwon. Yeah. Mob Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. against the world. Hey, hey, listen, he loved East Coast rap. I really wasn't a fan of He East ain't want to listen to none of that. He want to come in and listen to 11 5 and yeah. 11 5s oh, in the motherfucking house. All these buried <laughs> niggas. So we really used to be sitting there yeah. beefing with each other, yeah. rapping on the yeah. karaoke machine. Like, yeah. as he rapped, yeah. he like West Coast style music. I'm on East Coast style music. So that's kind of. And you can hear that in your music too. Once y'all started making music together, like you can hear that it's a clear difference of who listened to what type of yeah. music. So music really is really what yeah, brought because, us together. Yeah, it's music, more than the drug yeah, dealing shit. Yeah, the music because in ninety nine when we came, but it was I thought it was ninety eight. No, ninety five. I know. It was, I'm talking about when you when 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 you came against the boogie. Damn, when you came yeah, maybe it was 98. Late yeah, 98. Yeah, yeah, late 98. Because me and I dream, we did 90, we did not, not, not me and I dream 98. 
No, that was yo, 99 yo, because I, we was in Lima. Remember, I wrote that song. We was hustling in Lima. Oh yeah, I wrote Where that song. Rilla man, Lima, bro. I've huh? been meaning to I ask talk you to Rilla all the time. Yeah, my yeah. sister is Rilla's baby mama. Okay, oh, yeah, God, I, I was because I was listening to Gangsta Boogie. My shit's been clipped forever. Got a weed here, oh, a weed here. Oh, no, but listen, watch this though. This is crazy. You just said that. Listen, this is fucked up. Yeah, Rilla gonna be mad because he don't know this, but. The other morning, hell of a sent me a beat, man. Him in the studio dropping. So yeah. Rilla's daughter don't know I make music. Yeah. So she hear the song because I post a clip of it on my Instagram. She like, he sound way better than my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna crush that day. Yeah, yeah Rilla he gonna get. Hey, he gonna get shit. back in the studio. I'm gonna show you this message crazy, from my sister. She laughing like a motherfucker saying this. That shit was Yo, funny. We had a good time laughing about that shit. Hey man, yeah. we definitely gotta have y'all have you back though, man, because it's so much shit we gotta get into. But I we needed to get your ass on here because I'm I, I'm on the phone. With Caso, I'm like, damn, dog, this shit was so crazy. I'm like, damn, that nigga real had hit me up. So I'm looking for the message, and I seen the flyer for the party, and I'm like, this nigga must be out the halfway house. And so I I, I called Caso like, man, uh, real out the halfway house. He like, man, that nigga live with me. I said, why the fuck you ain't tell me? And he like, oh, I thought I told you that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's just, yeah, right. It's so much about this shit because what end up happening ultimately is you do go to. Jail and you do get sentenced to twenty two years, and that's uh, real. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you did come home early because of the what was it? The one step act, first step, first, first step, step act. act. Shout out to President Trump because uh, although people talk shit about him, he did a lot of shit. He did clean. the most for the he, he cleaned no, up. The I place. don't got nothing against Trump. No, I, I don't. I, come on, I might not run around wearing a mega hat, but Trump, yeah. my nigga. No, I'm no, but because but you, of Trump, I'm, I'm about to not, I'm about to uh, say that though. But I would if I was you because that made America great again because like it was holding. It was yeah, it, from it, that standpoint, yeah, that made see and what he. Trump had that, that money flowing through this motherfucker. I missed it, but shit. A lot of Everybody niggas was rich when Trump was out this motherfucker. Listen, bro. And, uh, and I'm no uh, advocate my life, for and, nobody. I'm but no I, advocate I, for nobody. I, I, but I in my voting lifetime, that's the best president that I've seen with America. And this is really why. Not a politician. He wasn't up there politicking. He no, told Trump y'all. Trump a gangster. Yeah. As soon as I get in the White House, I'm putting my people in power. No, Trump is a gangster. Day two. Boom. Yo, Trump free, Kodak black, and motherfucking. Listen, Trump uh, is against it because of this. <laughs> this is where this touch home more to me. We talking about Trump. I'm in jail. Everybody sees all the shit Trump going through with his motherfucking people. Uh what's the motherfucking name? I can't even think of the fucking name though. But it's one of Trump home. What the fuck is the dude name? Paul Manafort. Yeah. Y'all know who Paul Manafort yeah. is? You seen Paul Manafort on the news, right? Yeah. I watched Paul Manafort coming to FC Loretto. I watched him coming there. He's in jail with me, yeah. in the same unit as me. Yeah. So everybody running up to Paul Manafort, he got American greed on everybody trying to talk shit about Trump. He never would say nothing bad about Trump. Yeah. Donald's a good guy. Yeah. Donald's my friend. Yeah. You watch him walk out that bitch, too? You motherfucking right. Yeah. <laughs> watch him walk right <laughs> out that bitch. Motherfucking right. Yeah. You feel? Let me show you what that my friend can do, bro. That man two years, walk straight the yeah. fuck up out that bitch, but it wasn't him. Look at Roger Stone. Yeah. All the motherfuckers who didn't tell on Trump, Trump freed their ass. Yeah, bro. Like the one who told to the lawyer, he let the, but yeah, because I, so I say Trump more is a gangster than anything. Like, listen, Trump is man, a gangster. He, listen, he's the American dream. He's what niggas is fake saying they want to do now. They want generational wealth, right? So in order to have generational wealth, somebody that means start somebody got to start it. So if I gave my daughter a million dollars to go get into the business of your choice and you just happen to get in the business I'm in, that's creating generational wealth. Niggas would be like, well, his daddy gave him a million. Well, according to you, you trying to hustle so you could give your kids 50000 his daddy just had the money. So everything niggas be preaching that they, Trump is everything that they wish Barack was. Yeah. But Barack was a mixed nigga who was raised in Hawaii by white parents. It's it gets no. It, Barack it, was a president is really just a puppet. And right. Trump, Trump was throwing one the puppet. Yeah, he was talking. He, he, he letting you know, like, yo, this shit's fake. He pushed his own agenda. He <laughs> yeah, pushed his agenda. Totalitarianism, meaning you yeah. can. And, but, but, and, but, yeah. and but what I'm also he saying though call, is call, like call. Uh, it, it, when it all boiled down to it, we know people who were positively uh, affected by yeah. things that he put. Exactly. And you sitting here exactly. now because exactly. of that because we just heard Kanye say he get, they gave my nigga 22. What the fuck I'm supposed to do with well, it? Ain't been 22 years. Oh, you feel what I'm saying? And you home and you looking better than ever. You looking hella Muslim. I know this nigga was happy when he said <laughs> that. He thought you converted or reverted. You feel what I'm saying? But it's one thing though, man, is that like uh, niggas always like kept you in their prayers. Caso, all of that shit because when Caso came home, his mission when he came home was about you and Puka. I got to make sure that them that I have something for them niggas when they make it home. 
You understand what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. It don't get no realer than that. You feel what I'm saying? I remember we've been locked in since the first time we met because we it was over there on the east side. And uh, did you, I think nigga just picked you up from the county jail or something, dog. I don't know what the fuck it was. But uh, what really locked us in is we got a, another homeboy who was my uh, brother Hassan's best friend. And he looked it like him. Keith, yeah. and I'm like, damn, that nigga look like Keith. And, man, that nigga turned around. He got the plan on that beat machine. He made a beat. And he was like, y'all want this one? And then ever since then, we just... What's up? And then I remember he had called home one day, and he was like, "Hey man, y'all been doing y'all five, bro. Don't miss y'all fives." And and I went on a run and never missing a salat after that until I decided I wasn't uh, a practicing uh, Muslim no more. You know what I'm saying? But um, just to get to your story a little bit more before we get up out of here, man. When you heard them say, "Cause a nigga snitched on you, right?" Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Who snitched on you? Really, that you know, what yeah. Yeah. okay. No, I'm just saying because you could have, you, you, you had that. Get no okay, okay. Get no he, so even it, with that nigga though, he was there the first day that nigga came. Yeah, around. I was there the day that the first, and I had thought he'd been around, but I like now that because a nigga back, come in and out. Yeah, you know, you know what, what I'm saying. saying? Yeah. But uh, what do but we? It say? wasn't just him. I'm gonna hold say on, this. on. But it listen, what do we tell you, Kyle? So y'all obviously wasn't listening to the shit he was rapping about. Because when you listen to that nigga rap, like nothing about that nigga said that he wasn't grimy as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you feel For what sure. I'm saying? Like when you really listen to that shit, no, like, and I say that all the time. Like, like was, we see a lot of red flags, and a lot of people in a lot of situations don't pay no attention to it. But that is one of those situations where, like, if you listen to what this nigga was saying, I was, like, I was blinded by his talent. Yeah, 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 but yeah, because yeah, that shit sounded real. It sounded cool until you realize this shit is real, yeah, and uh, we, we know it's no, real. Move on yeah, but him. look. Yeah. <laughs> so when the judge tell you 22 years. Cause you um, the cover of your uh, my fair vacation book September eleven two thousand eight is that when the indictment started? Or yeah, that's that? the day my yeah that's the day the indictment actually got filed. Okay, I right. didn't get picked up to November like two months later. Okay. That's the day because my the, indictment was sealed. Yeah, so you had a sealed indictment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fast forward, you go through trial, niggas tell on you and all that. When the judge told you twenty two years, how old were you? Twenty seven. Did you? Fathom that in your real mind? Like, did you really fathom what he no, just said? never, never, never. But the fucked up part about it is, you know, when you go off the statues and the guidelines and all that, I was actually looking at more time than that. Yeah. So when he told me 22, it's fucked up. I was just happy, happy it wasn't 30. Right, you know what I'm right. Saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you was my thankful guideline for came it. back to 360 to life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. motherfuckers was coming because you know how they, the fair shit works so crazy, like, a motherfucker tell on you, and they bring them to your sense and to tell on you because they can. You know, I don't know if y'all know about the fair rules, but they got something called a PSI, pre-sense investigation report. So, if I challenge anything that's in my PSI, and it's something that one of the rats done told them, they can bring them back. And now was a, I said he said he said she said going back and forth, and of course they on the side of the government, so they gonna believe that. So before I went to court, before we went to sensing, because I'm bucking a lot of the shit that they saying. You know what yeah. I mean? Man, I ain't do, but they bring. A dude, nigga back, yeah. Dude, they brought him back to my sentencing. So my lawyer like, man, don't let him get on that stand, bro, because you end up in a way worse situation that you're in now. Right. Because all they can do is say is he got this much more drugs than you, and that's they're going to believe that. So before I came and went to court to get sentenced, they came to a stipulation agreement where they made my base drug offense level 34, 36, which on the chart I'm 34 and 36 all the way over, but that's how I end up with – 22 years instead, instead of, of 30. Yeah, because my plea was the, the mandatory minimum on the drug experience is 10. So I'm playing a 10, but I know I got enhancements for this career friend enhancement, a possession of a firearm enhancement. So that's how I end up getting to 22. But initially, the PSS said 360 to life. Yeah. So when he gave me the 22, I was actually happy in a way. Like, right, but you, you, know uh, I mean? you got to explain the chart to him, too. The, the chart, they don't know what you mean by the category. Okay, the category is it, it go off. Your criminal history and amount of drugs you get caught with. Right, right. Okay, so it's forty three down. Now, did they catch you across. with some drugs no, though? No, when they no, when they arrested no, you, so no, did no, you have an no, inkling that no, they was coming? Did no. you feel any yes, different way? I knew it was coming because of first how it happened. Because you know, getting to, the, to getting to that a little bit, I'm not selling pieces. Okay, right, right. So when the house get ready because a motherfucker had died off some fentanyl. That's how the whole shit started. So, so this early. This is 2007. Yeah. A motherfucker died off some fentanyl, so when it happens, they're saying, who did it? You know, of course, we out of town, so they blaming it on Detroit boys. The Detroit niggas, the Detroit niggas, the Detroit niggas. So the DEA and the task force actually send 
somebody to the house to make sales four times, which I don't sell hand. Yeah, yeah, you not so you 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 I ain't did that since ninety five. So type I don't. Shit. It's a little bit later but than that, but I don't saying, have nothing yeah. to do with that. Like I'm not selling no rocks. I'm I'm on a level at, at this point. So when it happened, it's my two co defendants. That's how they essentially get indicted. They don't even know I'm the same person. They think a rail and Wall Street is two different people. Yeah. So once they put two and two together and apply some pressure to them, they then that's when get it on is. me. So a chick down there, I was using her house as a stash house. And it's just a homegirl. You know what I mean? But yeah. they got the plan pressure on her because one of my co-defense was fucking her. And, you know, they brought her name up and everything. So I had left Kalamazoo and don't have no contact with nobody down there. So she get at me on MySpace. You need to call me. Woo, woo. So I go call her from a miscellaneous phone. And she like, man, the feds came over here. I'm like, what? Now, I know these niggas indicted, but the whole time I'm going out, shout out Gabby Silver, because you know Puka introduced it to Gabby Silver way back yeah. in the day. You know Gabby yeah, Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Cripps, I was going to Gabby Silver. Like, Gabby, look, look check this out for me. Woo, woo. So she like, shit, ain't nothing going we on. made them. <laughs> ain't nothing going on. Dog who just walked up out of here, uh-huh. Gabby spoke at his thing. Yeah. 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 When he had, look, when he had a court reporter of the attorney, it was David Cripps, but he ain't know who David Cripps was yet. We the one guy yeah. So popping. Gabby was telling me what nothing going on, but. Because it was in the state. Yeah, but no, because she didn't even know how to go in the Fed database when we was in her office. So somebody in her office knew how to go in the Fed database to see was I indicted or nothing. It wasn't no indictment. But even though I wasn't indicted at this time, but my indictment was essentially sealed. So long story short, when the girl from Kalamazoo contacted me and said she getting a subpoena for a grand jury hearing, I don't know what the fuck that is. So I shoot straight down to Gabby's office. And I tell Gabby this, and Gabby say this, and I explain this in my Fed vacation book. Gabby said, if somebody going to the grand jury and you going to jail. Damn. Straight up, it, it ain't even out. Gabby, tell me this: if somebody going to the grand jury and you going to jail, so you know federal lawyers is expensive. She tell me, "Oh, uh, you need twenty five thousand retainer fee." I got like forty two thousand on my name at the time. I ain't giving you no motherfucking twenty five thousand. I only got forty two thousand. So I'm, I'm, and, and it's really like unbelievable. What I'm about to go to feds for? I ain't get caught with a crumb. I ain't did nothing, right? Because you don't understand the way yeah, the feds I, work it, at the time. So, long story short, the next week because this is September third. Girl, go to the grand jury hearing September tenth. When she comes from the grand jury here and she tell me who she seen to the grand jury and everything, so I shoot right back down to Gabby's office. Gabby looking at the thing, she say, ain't nothing up, ain't no lean, I'm a run a lean, ain't nothing. My indictment came out the next day, September 11th, but it's sealed, so Gabby didn't know. She couldn't see it. No, yeah. she couldn't see it. So that's how, that's how that ended up happening. But essentially, to answer your question, I ain't get caught with nothing. Because the conspiracy law and affairs, all you need is two motherfuckers to say, say yeah. two of my motherfuckers say you did it. You know now what I mean? fast forward I, this. You walk out that joint. You walk out of jail this year. You get you come home. What's the first thing you did? The first thing I did. The, the real first thing, not you know, got some pussy, got fresh, none of that. The I real mean, you first. mean going from the jail to the halfway house? Yeah, whatever the first. It thing. was it was it was fucked up because I had all these plans, but then my plane got delayed. You know what I mean? Because you know I was I came from just a federal prison in Georgia, so I caught the plane from uh, Savannah, Georgia, Savannah to Charlotte. My plane got delayed in Charlotte twice. Then I got to Chicago. My plane in Chicago got delayed to Kalamazoo, so I had to have. My girl and my kids come all the way from Michigan to, so it threw me off. So by the time I was, had to go straight to the halfway house, I didn't yeah. really get a chance to do, do nothing, nothing that yeah. night. But eat some roof, Chris. Yeah, shout out to my yeah. sister. My sister had brought me some roof, Chris. Brave and came down there that night. Like everybody was there expecting to see me because I supposed to had a few hours to to so, play yeah, and be yeah, with the family. Had, but yeah. that shit went haywire. Yeah, I ain't see right. bread till the next day. You know all what right. I'm saying? So look, we because we got to have a part two and shit because we we got the books uh, that you got. Got the books that's coming, and then everything, and we want to get more into your story. So tell them where they can reach you at online if they want to buy books, if they want to get to know you uh, before part two, and or you if they want you on their show. Worldwide Wall Street, I mean, excuse me, WallStreetWorldwide.com. That's my website. And then I got, you know, you can get at me on Worldwide Wall Street on Instagram, Terrell Wall Street Wilkins on Facebook. You can buy the book on Amazon, My Fair Vacation, Dirty Glove Diaries, both of them on Amazon, Walmart, uh, Books a Million. Barnes uh, & Noble? I don't know about Barnes & Noble because Barnes & Noble kind of, My Fair Vacation maybe not on Barnes & Noble, but the Dirty Glove Diaries was definitely on Barnes & Noble. Yeah, because you, you released that in jail, right? Yeah, both of them. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we're going to get more into that. Uh, right, right, and I wanted to apologize for you because Caso wanted me to help in that project, but I just wasn't the... The writing author specialist that I am now, and it would have been a it would have been a disservice. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even the help I needed on that. Now, what I need y'all help for is, and you know, I got a lot of situations that could potentially be situations. My partner them got a production and distribution company. I'm trying to get the novel turned into a screenplay, and I was trying to teach myself how to do that in prison. But it was 
Once I got that outdate and it was time to go home, my mom was too focused on getting out other shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But we put it together. You home now, baby. You home now. You home now. And we we know way more. That's what I said. I, I know how we can turn both of them projects that's already out into award winners. We just gonna have to re-release them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's hey. what I wanted to do anyway. I really wanted to re-release, especially my fair vacation because I went through so much after I ended the book. I'm gonna write the forward for it too. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, I need a copy so I can read it and then the new see. So just to give you some game, right? So right now, if you released it and it has a soft cover, we could just re-release it with a hard cover and a forward. And you could say on the cover or on the back, forwarded by award-winning author S.L. Jackson. That turns it into a whole different book. But you want to you want to add some stuff to it? No, you could do all that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But like, it it could be a hard cover. It it, it could be a hard cover. It could be it could be a special edition. But I've seen that books get re released with new chapters, and it might be a new forward to it, and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's what turns it into a whole different book, and then we'll use that one to turn that bitch into an award winner. You know what I'm saying? And then, far as the screenplay or whatever, bro, like, yeah, yeah, we could do all that. Like, whatever the. Just sitting in this room, us four people, opportunities are limitless. Like, it's for the best creative minds that anybody knows, for the smartest people. We probably some of the smart, wherever you, whatever room you're in, you probably one of the smartest niggas in there every single time, no matter the room. That's with all of us. But we're going to have to get up out of here. Um, AJ, if they want to contact you, how they contact uh, you? TCE Pod on Instagram and X. TCE Pod on Instagram and X. What about you? Uh, 1SLJackson.com to order the award winning novel, a, a novella, Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle. Go to Amazon, type in The Adventures of Shelby Sunshine. You can order the three book series by me and my daughter. Or you can type in, and also you can type in Justice for Nikisha, Father's Pain. That's a, a true award winning true crime novel that I co authored with Calvin Hawkins. Great story. Everybody should check it out. I'm Santoine. I'm Antoine. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.